Welcome to season one of the Overcomers Podcast. We are going to talk to you about overcoming adversity and living your dreams. If you've ever struggled, this is for you. We're going to talk to you about such struggles as drug addiction, relationship struggles, parenting struggles, incarceration, being displaced from your home. We're even going to touch on things such as sexual assault, or even if you just struggle with finding your purpose, finding your passion, being part of a community, this is for you. Like I said, if you've ever struggled, this is for you. So welcome to the Overcomers Podcast, where we're going to help you to overcome the adversities of life and live your dreams. Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy, CT. I'm Travis Barnes. And I'm Cindy Barnes. And we're the founders of Journey 333 and also the founders of the Overcomer Podcast. Today, we got with us two big crazies. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Two crazies in the house. Yeah, we're talking about Christine Conti and Brian Prendergast. Prendergast, yes. It used to rhyme with something. And I'm going to let Brian tell you a little bit about <laughs> how he performed himself over the years. But. Before we do that, let me just tell you a little bit about them. These guys are health coaches. They are fitness trainers. They are fitness enthusiasts, extraordinaires. I see them at industry events. Um, they're on the speaking circuit, doing great things. And I'm just so excited to have them on the show. In fact, they're a bit of mentors to us because they're further down the podcast road than we are. So we're just super excited that we could have these two podcast extraordinaires on our show, Two Fit Crazies. Here we go. Well, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you both. This is, uh, you know, we love to be on the other side of the mic sometimes because we're always the ones interviewing and asking questions. And I mean, this, you know, Brian and I are just relaxed right now. We get to kind of, it's not that we're not relaxed in our own show, but, you know, we get to to be on the other side and kind of take a deep breath. And, and, and clearly we need to work on our little intro because yeah, CNT got it great. down. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, I just want to say it was awesome to be on your show, and it's a huge honor to have you on ours. Uh, so thank you for being here today. What I'd like to do for our listeners and our viewers, because this will be uh, also uh, a video as well, is a little uh, CNN version of the both of you. So, uh, Christine, should we do ladies first? You know, can Absolutely. we... CNN version. I'm more like the late night version. <laughs> if, you know, what is this R rated or, you know, just wondering. Uh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. So a um, little, I guess a little background is, is what we're looking for. And, um, you know, no one's, no one's course of life is, is a straight line. I am a former collegiate volleyball player who got to travel around the world, played at a pretty high level and then was an investment banker in New York and figured out pretty quickly that, hey, the money's great, but this, I cannot be behind a desk. I'm like a wild animal. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like animal from the market, it's behind a desk. <laughs> Let me out of here. And wound up going to get my master's in education and uh, leadership and teaching. So with my English and business degree wound up, I always wanted to work with people and, and change, you know, change lives, but I always love to move and wound up teaching. I taught English for about 16 years and was able to coach volleyball boys, girls, send them off to college. In the meantime, when I was actually at the University of Maryland um, getting my master's, I was teaching fitness classes as, you know, part-time side hustle, loved it. And serial learner, I pretty much have had every certification under the sun. Not that I use all of it anymore, but it's, you know, it's really great. If you love movement, it's, 
it's really amazing to learn what's out there. So I got to learn from the best in the fitness business and fast forward, um, you know, had some, uh, had some trials in life. I'd say uh, my, you know, growing up, I had some issues with, you know, abuse and depression and addiction and all that fun stuff that you, um, you kind of hide because I'm a pretty damn good actress and um, it catches up with you after a while. And, you know, who you really are is who you need to be. And, um, you know, fast forward about 11 years, I got diagnosed with an autoimmune, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty severe autoimmune disease, which left my grandmother quadriplegic. And um, that's all I could imagine. So I've done a couple of rounds of chemo. And, and I think that was the point where, you know, I was still teaching and really getting more and more into fitness and the conferences and presenting and linked up with a bunch of companies and launched companies. And that's when I kind of was like, you know what? If I don't do this now, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. And I thought, you know what? There's my, it's my Wonder Woman. You got two choices in life. You do something or you do nothing. And I wasn't going to let, you know, if I was going to be crippled in five years or 10 or whatever it was, I'm like, you know what? Today's not that day. And that's when I started running. I wound up resigning from teaching and going full time. I call in the fit in the business of fitness along the line, you know, we'll talk about it later of how Brian and I met. Um, but that's really, that was really the beginning of the new Christine of, you know, after being a, you know, making it in business, making it in education and having all these great jobs and steady money. And I was like, it's not worth it if you're not truly happy and chasing, you know, your dreams and changing other people's lives. That's what happiness and success is all about. So I'm going to pass it over to Brian. <laughs> Tag. Yeah, I, I could, you know, just real quick, I wanted to comment. I think our listeners should already be getting inspired. If you are doing something, even if you're doing it successfully, Maybe that's not your passion. And passion leads us to our purpose. And so kudos to you for, for leaving that successful, comfortable zone, you know, where like, you know, hey, I am doing okay here, you know, financially and by most people's standards, I'm a success, but I don't feel like a success unless I get to live my passion. So really cool. And, and to be clear, what you're saying about how it left your grandmother is a quadriplegic. Um, so this is a hereditary uh, thing that was passed down to you. Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah. And you know what, we'll talk to, like we were saying before off the air, you're like, you know, everyone's got these like bad stories. Brian and I don't think of them as bad stories. These stories are who we are and that's, we couldn't be who we are and make the changes around the world that we do without these stories. So they're gifts. They're actually gifts. Blessings. Yeah. There's another gem. There's going to be all kinds of things today. I can see <laughs> And you know, there are just wonderful divine opportunities in life disguises challenges, right? And so, you know, awesome, awesome, so good. Well, Brian, take her away. Yeah, I, I was going to make a joke that, uh, you know, Christine actually just won me in a card game. Uh, and I just follow her everywhere as Wonder Woman sidekick. But uh, no, Wonder no. Woman sidekick is Etta Candy. Etta Candy, yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Travis, you nailed it. Um, following passion. Uh, is is something that I found and that's what put me into the fitness business. I like Christine and I call it recovering. I'm a recovering mortgage banker. Uh, I'm a recovering uh, sales. I had many sales careers, uh, you know, leading up into my 30s. And at that time I was working sales and I was um, I was miserable. I was battling some addictions myself and things were not going so well because I was unhappy 
And as I cleaned up my act, um, you know, I got further back into fitness. You know, I'd always been an athlete um, in, in my youth and uh, some things I put down, you know, as, as I turned the page to adulthood, uh, you know, and I was following some made up playbook where, uh, you know, my, my playing days were over and I was going to now live vicariously through my children's uh, playing days. But that wasn't going to work for me because I wanted more. So uh, as I cleaned up my act and, and I was, you know, um, getting back into better health myself, people started coming to me and say, hey, what are you doing? You know, what, what is it that you're doing? You look great. You look fantastic. Everything's good. You know, and as I'm pushing mortgages and miserable sitting behind a desk like Christine was, and that's the point where I realized I could really help a whole lot of people. And I went back, I got all the certifications. I, you know, went through health coaching certifications that were rigorous. I was working at the same time. Uh, one day I walked into that job and I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to go do this. And uh, that's really, you know, the start of it all. I mean, that was uh, about 13 years ago um, that I, you know, started doing, uh, making my way into this business and uh, not always easy, uh, you know, had to juggle a few things and, and wear a few hats that I didn't necessarily want to wear until I got it to the point where I am right now, where I do everything that I love to do um, in, in this industry. Uh, in order to help people live long, healthy lives. That is so awesome. That's so awesome. And, and it's interesting, you both left corporate America, right, mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, pursue your passion in fitness and help people change their lives. And then you found each other to, uh, you know, partner up along the way. And we, we got to hear how you two fit crazies <laughs> got together, right? She's so lucky. She has no idea. That's true. <laughs> All right. So what I, what I left out, and I'll can this over to Brian is that when I, you know, first found out, all right, you know what, you've got this autoimmune and it's going to attack your joints and this and that. I was like, whoa, okay. All right. Bucket list. Here we come. If I don't know how much longer my body's going to not eat itself. Right. So let's do some cr like create, not crazy, but do things that other people think are crazy. And that's when I started running and I started running races and I did my first marathon and now we're on like marathon almost 40 and right. So it's, so this was about 10 years ago and I, I started thinking like, wow, this is, this is pretty cool. I could raise money for other people, for other, I could raise awareness for other causes. And when I started running these races, people would say, Oh, Christine, you need to talk to this guy, Brian. He's like an amazing endurance athlete and runner and just stuff. And like, you should meet Brian. And we had kids that are kind of like the same age. And like, and we were friends on social media, like didn't really. We live in the same. Yeah, town. we live literally like a mile and a half away from each other down the street. But we didn't, you know, we didn't know each other. And so there was, what was, so, okay. So we wind up. The first time we met, this is such a good story. We were both running the Boston Marathon. So we're up in Boston on a shakeout run. And we're run. First of all, we, we see Meb Kofleski, who's the guy who won that like the year before. Two years prior, Meb yeah. had won. Yeah. And he's out jogging. And I'm like, oh my God. I almost like ran right into him. But he's out running. And we're running across what the Charles River. Charles River. Yeah. I'm on I'm with my husband or we're running. And you hear, Conte! Like my last name scream. I'm like, what the I'm in the middle of Boston with like hundreds of thousands of people and runners. And 
And um, yeah, it's Brian. Like saw my shirt, you know, figured like figured out who I was. Anyway, we were friends on Facebook. We never met. So we, we had like I knew, you know, we always knew each other, but you know, she's. Uh, you know, so we the first time we actually met face to face in person was in Cambridge, Massachusetts, across the river from from Boston, you know, around thousands of runners, including one of the greatest runners in the world who just happened to be trotting by. Uh, and then there's Christine. So that's our story. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we we're just friends after that. And when I left teaching, I just like I said, it was kind of my bucket list of there was all these people that I thought were great people that. I wanted in my life. And I say this, I say this when I do the podcast, I say this when booking, if there's something about you that fascinates me, I want in, like, I want to be, I want to know what's going on. What are you up to? And that's how I, you get into my spider web. I get you. <laughs> um, but even on Facebook and whatnot, I'll reach out to people like, wow, that guy looks really fascinating. You know, I, would you be featured guest? And, and that's how we get to talk to people. But I made a list when I stopped teaching and, you know, it was all these people I wanted to meet with that I never had time and Brian's on the list. And, and, you know, I went to his office and we didn't really know, I mean, we didn't really know each other that well. And I said, you know, we're in the office and, and I was like, you know, I really want to, I really want to do a podcast. And Brian says, done in, let's go. We got it. That yeah, was it. That was it. That was it. We, didn't really know each other. I had never really listened to podcasts before. I didn't know. I just knew that podcasting was like something that was going to blow up. I knew like from marketing and traveling that it was, it was something, but I, aside from that, we knew nothing. And, and Christine is such, you know, she's a dynamic, such a dynamic person that it's, it's definitely the same. It's a mutual feeling, right? I knew that whatever Christine was going to do, she was going to be successful with. She is already, you know, even though she was coming off of teaching, she was busting her ass working her teaching job and was already a success in the fitness industry. She was looking to do more in the fitness industry. So was I. Um, we can both talk like crazy. We thought that that would be a good match. And I say, Christine, whatever you're doing, I'm in. Like, whatever it is, like, I, I'm, I'm with you, like, because I believe in you, right? It was one of those deals. And, I'm um, so sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> all, all the poor things. And, and Brian's like, yeah, I'm in. I'm like, are you, are you sure? Remember when I called you and I was like, do you trust me? <laughs> There's a couple times where I'm like, so I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you if you trust me. Yes. And the answer is yes. And, you know, and, and really the rest, um, I, I'd say is history, but you know, there was more to it. We had to figure out if it was going to work. We had to figure out if we had good rapport. I'm a podcast listener geek. I have probably 15 to 20 podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis. I barely even listen to the radio anymore. And I, you know, I, I, I was, you know, and I grew up on sports radio. I always thought that I, I loved the medium. I just wanted to be a talk show host and no one called to ask. So I was going to build my own door, have my own show. Yeah. You know, you just go at it from a different angle. You know, I'd like to highlight for the listeners something that you said. That, that is that you made a list of the people that you wanted in your life, right? You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I don't know how often people actually look at their circle, as you might call it, a circle of genius and say, you know, what? I'm going to have an intention to improve this so that I can surround myself with people that are going where I want to go. Like, I, I think that that's just awesome that you're that intentional about your list. And, and Brian, you know, 
of course, you know, you'd be on anybody's list. So that makes sense, you know, but uh, that's just really, really cool. Um, so go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So you, you no, I just, I kind of wanted to backtrack a little bit because Christine, I've, you know, for both you and Brian, I've, I've met you now a couple of times and your energy is through the roof. I love it. I feel like we're like soul sisters for sure. Um, you said you suffered with depression. I find that very shocking. And so I just want to know like a little bit about that. Uh, when was it? Like how many years ago prior to you finding out about your, your gram and stuff like that? Like was it when you were younger? And just, just how did you overcome it? Because I, I, I find it fascinating that I would never guess that about you. So I what's interesting is that I don't think you ever complete, you're never completely cured of anything. That's, that's number one. And that whenever people go through things, it's, you know, oh, you had a, this, you had a, no, it's, it's you for the rest of your life, you are going to be affected by whatever it is that you went through. It's just how you deal with it. How are you, you know, and again, you talk about overcoming it's how are you coping? What's your coping mechanism with things? And, um, you know, this is actually going to be, you know, part of this, you'll hear, you know, just a little teeny bit of this introduction in um, my book that will come out in January, 2022, but just a small piece of, of why, of why, you know, what goes on here of how you translate that into something positive. And, you know, when I was younger, you know, I was always that, that, bigger girl. I was the athlete. I always felt like I didn't really fit in, which now I get is kind of a gift, but, um, you know, I never really felt that. And growing up, I just, you know, had some major, I would say, you know what I was not treated very well by some men. Let's throw that out there, lay it on the line. Um, some terrible things happened and I blamed myself. It was no way in any shape my fault. But when you go through things, when you're abused, you don't know how to deal with it. And I never spoke. I never had the courage to speak up. And that is a part of who I am. And that's okay. And it took me decades to be okay with the fact that this happened. And guess what? Now I can learn from it. I wouldn't be the strong ass person I am today without going through and going through. It's a grieving process. You know, you're angry, you're depressed, you're on and on. And you know what? It's a trigger. Other things happen in your life. It's almost like PTSD. You snap right back into this, like, oh my gosh. Um, and I do believe that, you know, after having these, you know, instances happen to me, being depressed, developing eating disorders, develop, you know, on it, it's like a roller coaster, you know, then, oh, then I'll drink and then I'll try this drug or that, because you're looking for that, that bandaid over this massive wound that you can't, you know, stop from bleeding until you figure out that, Hey, you know what? Fitness was a really positive thing in my life. And guess what? If you're really depressed and you have an eating disorder and you have this and this, you're not going to perform very well. And you've got to get to a point of what can I do to turn this negative into a positive? And for my life, I always thought, wow, you know, now I get this disease. Now I I'm like, really? Like, come on. And it was the point of, hey, well, you know what? I'm going to get through this too. 
and that's it. And now I have, I have the opportunity, you know, when I was teaching students, it was great. People are like, why would you leave? You're making such a difference. This is such a, I knew that there was something greater out there. I knew that from all of these, and I call them gifts that I have endured, I knew that I could offer something more to people around the world. And again, with the podcast and, you know, all the other things, you know, I have going on for Brian and I as well, that we have the ability to help people on a large scale. And, you know, when you ask about being depressed, it's just, it's just a part of who I am. And, you know, like Brian says the same thing when we go through things, we go for those long runs and it's like, woo, okay, I can do, I can, I can now, you know, face the world again. Um, and that's, that's really what it's about. No, that's so good. And if I'm hearing you correctly, Christine, you know, you're talking about the fact that you're always going to have these different aspects of yourself to deal with, but are you choosing to deal with them in a negative or positive way? You know, Tony Robbins talks about emotional needs and he kind of has redone the Maslow's hierarchy into a way to say that sometimes we're using these negative outlets because we get something from them, whether it be significance or variety or love and connection, you know, whatever it is that we're getting from there. I think that your recommendation is I found a way to, instead of getting them from negative outlets, I found a way to get what I was needing to cope with this issue in my life from a positive outlet. Like, you know, Hey, Brian, let's go for a run, you know, like that kind of thing, you know? So I just think that's a, a real big gem to grab hold of right there is you may be able to uh, analyze what's going on in your life. And there's some negative things you could break away from if you could satisfy those emotional needs in a positive way. So that, that's a really good one. Uh, Brian, let me, let's turn it to you. How has adversity uh, that we're talking about here shaped your life? I, we talk about it's a constant theme on the show. You know, I am so grateful for all the bumps and bruises, skin, knees, and everything um, that I've gone through. A, because I can come here today and talk to you about it. I have people that didn't make it in my life that, you know, didn't live to tell them and did, wasn't, weren't able to overcome, uh, you know, the things that they were going through. And, you know, as much trouble and screwed up things I did in my life that, you know, I, I posted just yesterday. It's funny. I said, that, you know, half of life is, is doing dumb things. And then the other half is, um, you know, figuring out what to do with those dumb things, you know, you know, coming back from those dumb things, I forget exactly the exact words, but, you know, I, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity that I get to live the way that I live today. Um, so, you know, is there some things in my life that I'm not proud of? Absolutely. Um, but how about, you know, it, it, were they there for a reason and can I learn from them and, 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 and are they helpful in a crazy screwed up backwards way? Heck yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's just, a, it's just a great opportunity that now, you know, I always say my kids are my three boys, they're going to have to try real hard to get one over on the old man, you know, it's like, and, and, and same with my health coaching clients and my training clients and the people that I, you know, I interact with professionally now, um, you know, I got a good, I got a good, I have a built in bullshitter. So I know theirs too. So, you know, it's like, it's a good way for me to kind of, okay, let's pull it back now. I understand where you're at right now. You know, there's a, a way that I can um, be an ally to them, no matter what they're going through. 
Um, I just happened to make it out the other side, you know, for now. So no losses, only lessons. Like yeah, but one big school preparing you for where you are now and where you're going next, right? Yeah. Uh, and the best moments are those moments where I look at it now and I just got goosebumps where you look at it and like the, the dots connect and it all makes sense. I had to go through that stuff. I wasn't going to live, you know, like some nice, easy, smooth ride. It just wouldn't have made me as, as, you know, proficient at things as I am now in helping people. That's what I do. I help people. Yeah. There's gym classes involved and there's fitness involved and there's, you know, sitting back and thinking about things. Um, but, but I, I, you know, I just love helping, helping people live a long, healthy life, whatever that may mean for them. Yeah. So good. So good. So where is this road taking you to fit crazies uh, next? Ooh. You know, I mean, we're talking about, <laughs> we know that we got a book coming out. We know that we got a book coming out. We know that this podcast is just awesome. Definitely listen to the Too Fit Crazies podcast. But, you know, Brian, you're, you're talking about it. And, and you know, I, I love listening to Wayne Dyer, too. Wayne Dyer is just a, a great mentor in my life. Uh, his words and wisdom live on even after he's gone. And, and he, he talks about, like, the longer we live, the more we realize that somebody else is kind of moving these pieces around, right? Because we look back and just like what you say, you say that it all makes sense, right? So how is it making sense for where you want to go next? You know, how has this life prepared you for, you know, the path that you're heading down? Uh, you know, e even the business aspect of the things that I've been in, I, you know, Christine always says that we're in the, we're in the, the business of fitness or the fitness business. Um, you know, it's not a hobby anymore. It's not anything that, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta be, like I said, you know, three, three boys, a wife, a kid, colleges and things like that. It's gonna, you know, we have to, we have to make this into a, a long lasting career, uh, you know, and our visions are, are, are pretty in line with what we do. We both have to separate businesses, you know, from the podcast. We have a, a, a business that we have together with the podcast production company uh, where we do, uh, you know, we produce other people's podcasts, podcasts, mostly within the fitness industry. There's a few outliers for that. Um, but we also uh, putting on webinars for people, we can host them, we can produce them and, and make sure that everything goes smoothly, you know, for some pretty big operations uh, out there, um, MedFit Network being one of them, um, and, and Women in Fitness Association and a couple of these, um, you know, these, these um, businesses in there that we've been able to align with. Um, and it's always been helpful because, you know, you kind of, you lose some money in business 20 years ago, it's helpful now. Um, so, you know, just, just, uh, really putting things out like that, but the podcast is, um, has, you know, aside from our day-to-day -day fitness and health coach, you know, coaching jobs, uh, Christine writes, um, has her programs that she can speak about, um, that are online that she helps people with her facial recognition, uh, facial, um, fitness programs and things of that nature. Um, but the podcast has gotten us into, like you said, a lot of the fitness, um, industry shows, uh, a lot of the, the, um, trade shows and things like that. So, um, you know, we've got some things, really important things coming up on our end where we're going to be involved with some pretty big operations, helping them help their members grow their podcast or just their, their, their marketing, uh, you know, in any way, whether it's social media or podcasting or um, blogging, whatever it may be. Um, so we've got a pretty good opportunity there to grow that way that, um, let's face it, we don't want to be bouncing around the gym, although we love it, you know, yeah. a whole lot longer. There's a shelf life to it. 
Well, for sure. For sure. I mean, you know, we are a bit like athletes, you know, I know that there's certain things that I used to do that I don't do as fast as some of my younger trainers do now. And <laughs> sometimes it's frustrating, but then sometimes I say, Hey, you know, that's just, you know, the difference. That's how it works. Um, that being said, you know, I think the YouTube brings something very unique to the industry. It's most common to see people get into fitness and then figure out that it's a business. You know, they, they say, oh, you know, I, I like to work out, so I'll help people change their lives and I'll help people work out too. But then they, they have to learn about business. You both came from corporate America and you took your bumps and bruises and you uh, made a successful life there. And then you left that successful life with that business knowledge to come into following your passion and fitness. It's just a, it's a good perspective, you know? So for the listeners, you know, if you're, if you're looking for that kind of mentorship in your life, if you're figuring out, Hey, this does have to be a fitness business, you know, tune in, you know, open up the ears, you know, turn up the volume right now. If these guys are, are talking to you about the business of fitness. I, I think that's awesome. Really good. Christine, let, let's go to you then. How is it, uh, that you enjoy helping people from that perspective right now. We're talking about how all the pieces come together, including you and Brian, and you know how you're making a difference in people's lives, helping them with production and business coaching and just different things. Uh, you know, how is that? How is what parts of that you know are you most passionate about right now? All of them. Oh, mm -hmm. yes. Okay. I I love what I do. I get up every day, and while some people tease me and say. You know, you're like the busiest person in the world. I love what I do and I love people and I've surrounded myself with people that are going to reach out their hand and say, how can I help you in turn? That's what I feel like I like to do for others. And on a day to day, you know what? I still have a couple personal training clients because I love that. It's fun. And, you know, now Yes, I do, you know, I freelance write for some companies around the world. I write my own programming and have some trademark um, programs. Like Brian said, let's face it together, facial exercise and rehabilitation, working with Parkinson's and MS and ALS and, you know, really getting into a very special demographic of, you know, these are the people that need it the most. And now there's another trademark fall proof, like fall prevention and whatnot. And a lot of this goes with medical fitness, which is where I always really wanted to be. And it took a while to, you know, for anyone listening out there in fitness, you've got to find what you love and hone in on that. What is it? What, who do you want to work with? And then start slowly you know, why are you getting a kickbox certification when you want to work with, you know, active agers who are, you know, in a different demographic? You have to, these are the things that, you know, if people ask me, you know, what do you recommend? You know what I recommend? Get a coach. And it doesn't, you don't have to bust all your money out. Get a coach or someone that can, they're not self-interested in you. They're not like, oh, I'm going to work with you because I want to recruit you and have you being part of my company? No, someone that is just going to honestly look at you and say, you need to do this with your business and here and think about this and this, 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 that has been game changing for me in both aspects of having people, you know, help me and then having me look at someone else because you always are learning from, you know, back and forth. So Brian and I, like we said, we, we podcast, we've been for the past three and a half years or more have been consistent as anything every week one or two shows that's what it is it's on the schedule right and you know whether it be podcasting or something else 
it's, you've got to be consistent. And, you know, we have, we've built up, you know, certain clients and we've been able to be someone like a go-to name in the fitness industry. Like, Oh yeah, you should talk to Brian and Christine. If you're looking to podcast, that's awesome. We've done workshops for all the, you know, some big fitness companies out there. And some people ask us questions. Some people, we're just happy to give them the information because podcasting has changed our lives. And I say that with, you know, full honesty, complete, you know, transparency that it has given us opportunities to be worldwide as opposed to, you know, just in a certain area, because the reason we started this is because people in the fitness industry were looking for unbiased information. Whereas, you know, where do we go to find out about programs and and find out about fitness and nutrition and wellness and inspiration that you don't have to pay a million dollars. And I've seen over, you know, every couple of years, there's these great programs and then they disappear. Great programs disappear because they don't have millions of dollars to market. Guess what? We have a platform for you to help you to provide value for your company. Brian and I, we're going to give ourselves, um, I think, um, degrees because it's almost been four years and the amount of information that we've gotten from top people in the world that sit down and talk to us is unreal. I mean, that in and of itself, like we are very lucky. We are very lucky. And and on the surface of things, and, and just to kind of piggyback off of Christine a little bit, we do, both of us do many different things all under the umbrella of health, wellness, fitness, uh, you know, with the podcast and our training and the health coaching and the programs and the lecturing and the writing and, and all these things. So if you looked at it, it might seem a little scrambled, but I actually enjoy it. I like taking one hat off and putting on another. It gives me energy. I get to, it's, you know, if I were on assemb- an assembly line, putting one nut or bolt into <laughs> one machine for 40 hours a week, I would lose my goddamn mind. So I want to make sure that, you know, I, I like the diversity in, in my schedule. We actually have a word for it. We call ourselves multi-potentialites um, because potentially we could take any one of these spokes and go and just kill it, right? Christine could take her facial program, uh, you know, her, her facial yeah. exercise program and just kill it if she wanted to. I think it would leave her lacking, you know, and, and looking for something more. Same thing with me. I can just sit back and coach runners on the internet for, you know, as many as I can and just get more and more and more and more and more. But I would miss the hands-on operation. I would miss the podcasting. I would miss, you know, it's just good for us to, to spread ourselves a little bit thin at times. But no, no, I'm, I'm commiserating <laughs> and, but, and, but really be able to expand our reach that way. You know, you guys are such great mentors in the fitness industry to, to so many with what you're doing and with your openness to be willing to, to go in this direction or that direction and not just pigeonhole yourself. So I guess I want to circle back to something where you're, Christine, you were saying something about kickboxing. Don't just uh, go get a kickboxing certification. I was on a panel the other day and they were talking about virtual. They're like, so should everybody you know, do virtual? And I'm like, well, depends on who you want your client to be. Do you want to serve virtual clients? Like that's important, you know, because if you don't want to serve virtual clients then you don't have to, you know, there will still be people that want to work out in person. And uh, I wonder, well, we got you two wonderful business minds on here. I want to ask you an important question because a lot of our listeners are either into fitness by participating or they're into fitness as a job, as a profession. 
what's the future of fitness? Where are we going? What are you, what's your, uh, and I don't necessarily mean that you have to give like an overall view, but like, you know, what's one thing that either you're most excited about or that you'd like our listeners to just kind of be aware of? And either one of you that wants to go first, you know? Well, well, we have interviewed so many people that, you know, are the, we've got Mo Hagen, the COO of CanFit Pro, you know, Sarah Cooperman, who's the CEO of SCW, um, you know, Lisa Dowdy, who runs MedFit. And these are, you know, for here anyway. Um, and even, you know, when I think of some of the other, like Phylex Australia and uh, Expro Singapore, Fit Asia with Idea, all of the, you know, I, all of the people I've been in contact with that, and Brian and I as well, who run these shows and, and we've asked them because, hey, you know, what do you think? You're the, you're the go-to people. There has not been one person that has said it is going to be a, you know, this is the new age of fitness and this new sort of more genre it's like you know it's it's going to be a hybrid hybrid thank you it is the hybrid model is here to stay there's going to be people that want to work out in person there's going to be people that are not comfortable again the population that i love is older i don't recommend that every single person that's older run out to a gym and that may not even be comfortable for them so the amount of people that you could reach with a hybrid model, it appeases the people who want to be there in person. You can still stream to the people around the world. And it really gives people a lot more accessibility. I mean, especially people call our podcast sometimes. They've reached out and, you know, I'm like, wait, where are you located? You're in where? On the other side of the world? <laughs> yeah, well, we Googled and, and saw, you know, it's been very cool. And I think it's going to stay. I, I think that's the same thing. I think that COVID and, you know, the pandemic has created so much opportunity. Like, you know, it didn't, people call it a shutdown, shutdown, shutdown. I mean, we never stopped. A lot of people never stopped. Doors were closed. Yes, but nothing shut down. People were working. Um, if they, if they wanted to, want, if they got stopped, you know, tripping over themselves. So, so you're seeing now the opportunity to help more people is definitely there. Some people don't want to be in a group fitness setting. Some people don't want to be face-to-face with a trainer. Some people need to be face-to-face with a trainer. Some people love the group setting. It's the only thing that gets them in the door. You know, some people don't want to uh, lift heavy weights. Some people want to do, and there's, there's something for everybody um, now available. And I think, um, you know, if I can kind of answer how I was planned on answering it before was that I think that the fitness industry is going to go, well, I know it's going to go into more health and it's going to go into wellness and it's going to be more well-rounded than it's ever been. It's not going to be about lifting weights anymore, right? right. When it was, or it's not going to be just about, you know, endurance events. It's going to be about overall health, wellness. I think that the pandemic kicked enough people uh, to, to realize that they don't want to be overweight. They don't want to be obese. They don't want to do this thing. And there's opportunity for them to do it any way they want to in, that, in their house, outside of the house with people that are you know qualified. I, th- I saw trainers, trainers pivoted. Yes, they did all these things. Um, but the, you know, it, it just expanded the way that they can reach out to people. And I think it's nothing but good. I mean, unfortunately it took a pandemic for it to happen, but who knows? You know, uh, so you're thinking, uh, you know, more life coaching involved in, uh, fitness, you know, kind of an overall wellness approach. Christine, you mentioned, uh, 
medical fitness, you know, like I sure hope so. I sure hope we're yeah. gonna get you know going forward with this that it's gonna be much more, you know, it's a there's many components and 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 less, you know, how do you feel? I ask people that all the time, how do you feel? And they tell me, you know, I'm mad. I said, what the hell does that mean? Like, what does mad feel like? What does it feel like? What do feelings feel like? And, and people don't really go to those depths of your health for that. And I think that mindset is another part of it, right? We had our friend, uh, my friend is a, um, you know, a mindset leader, West Point, Brian Price, uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel from the, uh, um, West Point. And he, he's a, he trains mindset, he trains athletes, high-end athletes, like really, you know, from, from Olympic level on down to, you know, to middle school kids. And he says, I feel like mindset is like yoga was 20 years ago. People were like, what is that? You know, what is that? People are, um, you know, uh, I, I know it's probably good for me, but I, what is it? Is it weird? <laughs> um, and, but, but look who we talk to, right? Like, you know, I know you guys are, are tight with Todd Durkin. What does he talk about? Right. What do you guys talk about to your clients? What does, you know, Sergeant Ken talk about with his clients and all these guys, like it's all about mentality and mindset. And I think that that is going to bring it into more of a health of a whole body health, including your brain, your body, your soul, you know, everything. I think it's, I think it's where it's going to go. No, that's really good. Really good. You know, Brian, I've kept the listeners uh, on, you know, kind of gave them a little cliffhanger for the whole episode of uh, Prendergast. That actually rhymes with. Uh... <laughs> in the schoolyard, we used to say "beat your ass," um, <laughs> but uh, not anymore. Not anymore. And uh, I actually have a wearing the shirt right now. I have a running club that I, I help with the kids, and um, my it's Prendergast Running Club. But I ch- I crossed out the the G and I made it an F, so it's Prender Fast mm-hmm. Running Club, right? And, uh, and one year when we were running Boston, I didn't know it, but my family my family was up at, at the race and. Uh, and I, there's one section of the Boston Marathon. It's in with the last mile. It's Hereford Road. And anyone that's familiar with the Boston Marathon, there's really only three turns in the whole race. It's 26.2 miles. And the last, there's two turns in the last mile. Right on Hereford, left on Boylston, the finish line's on Boylston. So my family was camped out on Hereford. And I turned the corner and there's, you know, a couple thousand people, obviously pre-COVID. So there's, you know, thousands of people on this road. And I see my family because they're all wearing the same shirt. And I didn't know it, but they all had, you know, Prendergast running club shirts on. And uh, it was awesome because at that point, you know, you can run a 5K and not think anything of it. But if you run a marathon, there's usually tear shed at the end because it's very emotional. It's a very, you know, and, and uh, I nailed it that day, too. I had a really good day. And uh, so, you know, it was like then I turned the corner on the Poilson Street. And I could see the finish line and I'm crying. And it's like it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, again, grateful for uh, for all the bumps and bruises because they make that moment so much better i love crying i I only cry in marathons (laughs) i cry in all the races it's great are all your running uh clients all your coaching clients that are runners there are they prender fast is that Uh, yeah well we get them there yeah 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 we get them there yeah they uh they get a shirt for sure but uh you know what i have a good time with that um there is a lot of growth in that and it's 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 very um structured training you know it's period uh, you know periodization and it's everything that we really um you know like to use and and usually people will they they grow a lot you know in many aspects not just physically when they when they work towards a big goal like that um sometimes even when they don't need it they grow in a way that uh, is helpful for them moving on so it's good stuff. I love running coaching. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, there's so much here. I don't know if either one of you have any final words for our listeners. And definitely, we want to know how to connect with you. In fact, Brian, I'd like to connect with you so you can uh, teach a guy like me how to run without pain. Because uh, I get a, you know, I get those little, you know, tweaks I didn't have before. You know, a little back, little knees, things like that. He's, I, he's I probably going to run with us in two weeks. Yeah, just bring. I am us. all yours. Yeah, tell them what you're doing. Uh, tell them what we're doing April 24th. I don't know when this comes out, but this uh, we we like to do things that are that raise awareness for. This is going to blow your mind. We, yes. No, it's not. It's two the two fit crazies like to do things that you know can raise awareness. Like my 40th birthday, we ran 40 miles around a 0.5 loop around my block to raise money for our scholarship. We have a two fit crazies scholarship for a graduating senior in our area every year. And um, we raised money for that. So it was, you know, to raise awareness, health and fitness, people came out with us. We've been on game shows. We've done some crazy <laughs> things. We've won, We've game, won shows. game shows. And yeah, Steve Harvey, Gronkowski, uh-huh, fish, the slip, New Year's Eve. You Google it. That's Google a good it. Google one. Um, so... Yeah. I mean, this is just what we do. And, you know, when, when you get to read my book, you'll understand this as well of decision-making and um, someone, yeah, someone said to us, we had a guest and they ran 60 miles or 60th birthday, raising money for things. And he said, you know, I'm running this big race. And I said, we're on air. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm like, I always wanted to do that. It's on my list, you know, my list that I have. And um, Brian's like, I'll do it. I'm like, that's what? not what happened. At all. I think, or maybe I said, yeah, I'll Christine do it. Christine is so macho. This guy says, <gasps> I'm going to run a hundred mile race. And oh. Christine says, I'm in. And then the guy says to me, he says, oh, that'll be great. We all come down. His name's Ron Romano. He's an angel. He, I love him. He's an earth angel. Um, and, you know, and they said, Brian, you can be on the crew. And I said, how dare you tell me I could be on your crew? I'm running too. Like, forget this. So we all signed up. Wait, and then it gets better because Ron is doing this and he's going to know, like, he's going to know what to do. All right. So we sign up. I'm like, Brian, did you sign up? I signed up. So we signed up for a hundred miler. This Ron guy, two weeks later, shows up on Instagram with a knee brace saying he broke his knee. I'm like, you have got to be joking. Broke his kneecap. He's out. Joking. So Brian and I. Piece of cake. Saddle up. It's a layup. Saddle up. hundred miler. You're a hundred miles? Uh-huh. Starts with a single step. Look, fit crazy. Right? Fit crazy. Wow. <laughs> fit crazy. Yes. For sure. For sure. Wow. All right. So how can people get more of the two fit crazies? I mean, of course, it's a podcast. Well, right? number one is that I'm definitely going to be live streaming <laughs> on my Instagram and whatnot from the 100 miler. You probably are going to want to tune into that <laughs> because it's going to be great great television yeah especially when i reach over like 50 miles it's gonna be it's gonna start getting real i'm probably gonna be blocked you think they'll block me on social media i don't know facebook's gonna shut me down so um so instagram is at two fit crazies uh two fit crazies.com uh we have a facebook page to at two fit crazies it's everything's just uh, at two fit crazies except we're so crazy we can't even spell crazy right it's c-r-a-z-i-e-s c-r-a-z-i-e-s two fit crazies and uh you know we're, we're we're out there so all the you know the the uh itunes and and spotify and all the uh the podcast platforms have us and uh yeah we're out there wow that's awesome. awesome that's awesome thank you guys so much for your time we know how valuable your time is we know how busy you are so thank you for everything that you shared with our listeners today thank you so much
Thank you for having us. Thank it's been you. A blast. Good luck to you guys. I know that this is kind of a new endeavor for you, but uh, um, we're, we're fans and we're subscribers. So get on it, y'all. All right. We will. We will. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Overcomers Podcast sponsored by Journey 333. When I am not hosting the Overcomers Podcast, I am working at one of our fitness franchises so that I can continue to help people overcome adversity on a daily basis. That's right. People come to the Journey 333 fitness franchises because they want a coach in their life. They want somebody to help them overcome the adversities of life, motivate them to higher levels of greatness, bring out their potential, help them lose weight, get off medications, fight depression, fight anxiety. That's what we do on a regular basis. If you feel like you want your life to be about helping more people to overcome their adversities, if you feel like you're an overcomer and you want to create more overcomers, then maybe owning a Journey 333 franchise would be for you. To find out more, go to www.journeyfitness333.com.